Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. You're listening to Over the Top Cycling, Boulder, Colorado. I'm your host George Thomas. And we are going to be talking 2015 UCI World Road Championships. And on the line with us is Lee Coleman, who I met about three years ago, actually, when we were at the U.S. Pro Challenge, when the stage came through Boulder. Uh, Lee, this is really coming together for you. It sure is. We are just a few days away here. It's exciting. I, three years ago seemed like such a long ways off. And I even remember thinking at the time, you know, I know when it gets here, it's just going to seem like this went by so fast. Yeah. So it, it depends on the day. You know, I think when back, back when, when, when we met, uh, when we talked about the, you know, the world championships coming to the States in 2015, we, we, I think the feeling was 2015 was sometime way off in the distant future when we'd all be flying around with jetpacks on. Um, and here we are in the year, just, you know, days away from the world championships and, um, yeah, we're still you know, riding around on bikes and, uh, driving in cars, but, uh, it's, it's, it's been a whirlwind of the last few years here for sure. So what was it originally that made you want to put in the bid to get the world pro road championships? Yeah, great question. So obviously it's been almost 30 years since the event was in the U S, um, last held in Colorado Springs. Uh, in 1986, um, and in the late 2000s, in an effort to globalize the sport more, uh, the UCI decided to take the event out of Europe every five years. Uh, first, first kind of instance of that was in 2010 when it was in. Um, and right around that time, kind of the question was put to a number of people who've been involved in the sport in the U.S. for a long time: um, you know, When, when is the U.S. going to you know bid on the World Championships again? And that kind of got the ball rolling. And, um, you know, Richmond, Richmond is actually the only city to host the stage every year of the Tour de Trump and then the Tour de Pont. And so we, we've got we, the, the Tour of Americas came through here in the early 80s. Um, so we've got a bit of a, you know, bit of a bit of a history uh, with the sport. And a lot of people who are involved in those those um, races are still in the area. Um, you know, the folks at Metal Sports that, that produce all the great races in the U.S., um, uh, you know, they, they were based here in Richmond for a long time. Um, so there was, some, there was some legacy there. And so as you start, started looking at kind of where in the U.S. Um, would make for a great host city, this idea that, you know, I started understanding what makes a good host city, um, it became more and more clear that, that Richmond uh, is, is a, viable, um, a viable choice for that. And, uh, and it was December of 2010 uh, that it was announced that Richmond was it was pursuing the bid for the 2015 event, and um, almost just just under a year later, in September of 2011, uh, we were awarded the uh, the Road World Championships. 
Were there any other U.S. cities that were bidding against you? So no, I mean it was when you know we threw a hat in the ring and we we had a we had a really solid plan from the beginning and we had great support um, from our community. Um, and so uh, when, when we threw a hat in the ring, it was initially it was it was us, it was Quebec, and then Oman um, in the Middle East and. Um, uh, Quebec, uh, Quebec dropped out about midway through the process, um, and uh, so it came down to Richmond versus Oman um, in the end. Wow. So what about you personally got you interested in doing this? Have you been a lifelong cyclist, something that's always interested you? Yeah, I've um, I've ridden my ridden a bike for a long time, raced a long time ago. Um, was was never any good. Uh, my my passion and excitement for the sport never quite lived up to the technical my my capability, my physical capability. Um, I did some did some work uh, around cycling events for the Olympics back in '96 in Atlanta, um, and kind of done some sports here and there. Um, found myself back in Richmond. Um, about six years ago, and um, as as this opportunity bubbled up, it was kind of a fit between my uh, my my love and, and enthusiasm for the sport, along with kind of my my professional background, and uh, you know, kind of got involved pretty early on in the process. Now, this has been a full time job since you were beginning to put the bid together. I assume is that correct? That's right. I mean, it it. Um, it uh, not a full time job during the bid process for me, although probably hours wise it was. Um, it wasn't until after um, after we secured the bid um, that kind of the organization really took form and and it became more of a uh, more of a more of a day job type situation. But yeah, it's been you know four year well over four years in the making here. Now, of course, I want to get into the actual world road championships, but. When this comes to an end, are you going to be pursuing other ventures, other cycling events that uh, the organization would put on? You know, it's a it's a great question. Um, right now, it, it's hard to think past uh, exactly past, past the event in a few weeks. But um, yeah, you know, we're gonna we're gonna get through this event and uh, kind of see see how things unfold from there. It's just as we were talking, I was thinking, my gosh, you have this organization in place that seems like it could put on an annual cycling event <laughs> that would be pretty amazing. Anyway, I'll let it go. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you never know. We'll, we'll see. So how did you come down? I mean, logistics and everything. Can you go over the events that you actually are putting on? Yeah, so the, um, the Road World Championships... Uh, consists of um, 12 different world championship events over the course of nine days, um, and you know we've got we've got the pro men and the pro women, uh, we've got the uh, the juniors, both men and women, and then the U23 category for men, um, and then different disciplines across the board. And so the um, the pros, both the men and women, will do a team time trial, an individual time trial, and then the road race. Um, the juniors and the U23s all do individual time trials and road races. So it's number of different races um, uh, across the uh, across the nine day event. So it, it's exciting, and this is you know big big part of our pitch to bring the event here was this idea of, of having having this in in kind of an inner city area 
um, which you know makes for makes for some you know convenience in terms of not having to to drive all over the place or you know travel days or anything like that. Everything's centered here. There's a few starts that kind of happen anywhere from 10 to 25 minutes outside of town. Everything finishes on the same finish line, and most of the racing is is circuits. So very fan and uh, spectator friendly for sure. How did you design your courses? Did you have professionals, national teamers, locals come out and um, ride, try them out? Um, we so we did. You know, we 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 had courses that were part of the bid many years ago, um, and those courses evolved as we went. In 2014, we hosted the uh, USA Cycling Collegiate National Championships on um, on on the same courses on the time trial circuit. Um, as well as on the road circuit, and there's been a few modifications, but those were that was kind of that served as our test event. Um, and actually, what's exciting is the um, on the women's side of things, um, uh, Corin Rivera and Ali Dragu, who got first and second in the in the collegiate championships here, are both on the the U.S. national team uh, for worlds. And so, you know, they're coming into it with a with an interesting insight as being one of a you know, small number of people who've actually raced on this course. Um, you know, amongst you know, everyone participating in the World Championships this year, the thousand athletes, they're, they're the only two who've actually raced on this course before. So that's uh, got to be worth something in terms of some sort of advantage. Now, what does this meaning for Richmond? How many uh, tourists do you have coming in to watch the event? It's, it's, that's a great question. So we are, you know, a big part of this was all about, you know, bringing people here and showcasing Richmond through, you know, people coming on site and, and the Commonwealth of Virginia, people coming on site um, for the event, but also watching on TV across, uh, you know, all over the globe. Um, we're projecting about 450,000 on-site spectators over the nine days. Um, with you know some of the bigger crowds on those team time trial days as well as the road race days, um, and so there's kind of an ebb and flow throughout the week. But a lot of people, um, a lot of people are going to be out uh, uh, cheering on uh, all these riders from all over the place. Now you said a little earlier you worked on Olympics in 1996. What from that experience have you brought to this? Yeah, so you know, it, it that's a that's a really good question, and and when we got into this, we you know we had a good sense of kind of where cycling you know fits in from a mainstream sport perspective in the U.S. And that you know, there's obviously that's the core of what this initiative is all about. But um, you know, it kind of looked at you know one of the things I took away from my Olympic experience was you know that the sporting events almost become a secondary component to the event itself. Um, and recognizing that not everybody's a fan of the sport of cycling, but you know, who doesn't like a good party or a fun festival? So that's really kind of how we're, how we're looking to play this up. Um, you know, for, for the cycling fan, this, you know, the, the value proposition is, is fairly, is fairly obvious. Yeah. You know, this, it's been a long time since, this caliber of rider from around the world has competed in the U.S. for, for something as important as a world championship. Um, but for, for that casual fan who um, might live you know, two hours away in, in, in Washington, D.C. or up in Baltimore, um, you know, throughout the Mid-Atlantic or from around the country, um, you know, it's more about 
all the events surrounding it, just the global festival that the World Championships will be. Any stories that you're becoming aware of that you think uh, we should know about? Stories in, from a, a competition perspective, or anything to do with the event? Yeah, you know, it's the um, the response that we've gotten from the athletes has been um, really positive. I I think as folks have come in here, you know, because. Richmond, it, Richmond, it's been a while since Richmond's hosted a race, and so the, the current generation of riders, you know, haven't, you know, they they weren't around when the, the Tour de Pont existed, um, and so they come in with a fairly um, neutral expectation, and with what they find with the course, because it's all in an inner city, and so there's lots of twists and turns. It's very technical. We've got um, three. Uh, relatively short but steep climbs, two of which are cobbled. So there's a real kind of European flair to the whole thing, uh, very kind of reminiscent of what you might see in, in in Belgium or in the Netherlands in some cases. Um, and, you know, it, it, people have been – the athletes who've come through here have really been blown away by it. Um, you, know, the, uh, you know, the other real kind of story angle in the whole thing, we've got – yeah, ben King, who uh, rides for the Cannondale Garmin team, um, he was he was born here in Richmond, um, makes makes his home out in Charlottesville, Virginia, just about forty five minutes away uh, when he's not over in 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 Europe, um, and so he he's he made the U.S. team, and so you know this is this is a home race for him, um, which is just you know, phenomenal to think that, you know, an event, you know, to, to be able to race, race in a world championship in your, in your own country is, is big, but to, to do so kind of on, on truly home, home, home soil is just unbelievable. So that's, that's going to be really, really an exciting thing. And he, he's been a big supporter of, of this initiative from the very beginning. When will the athletes begin to show up in earnest? Yeah, well, the um, I, I understand from some stuff I've seen on um, on uh, social media, it looks like uh, some of the Australians have already arrived. Um, but I think over the next week is when we're going to really start seeing uh, seeing athletes come in. Uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of folks doing the um, the World Cup races up in um, uh, Montreal this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think we'll see folks coming down after that, and then as well as a lot, lot coming over after the Vuelta, uh, ending this weekend as well. So over the next over the next week to ten days, we're going to start seeing more and more, more and more athletes trickling into town. Where can people go to find out more about the event, uh, folk schedule, and any blogs, tidbits of things that are going on? Yeah, um, Richmond2015.com is our website, and we're on kind of all the all the uh, social media um, outlets that you'd expect. Uh, Richmond2015. Um, so definitely encourage people to hit our website, follow us on uh, uh, Twitter and Facebook and Instagram uh, for all the latest uh, that we've everything we've got going on um, for the Road World Championships coming up here in a few days. Lee Coleman, Richmond 2015, thanks very much for joining us on Over the Top Cycling. Awesome, thank you. Boulder, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.